What's up, guys? Welcome back. Um, today I have a guest, and this is actually my brother. Um, I'll let him introduce himself. I don't know if he wants to use his stage name or his actual name, but um, yeah, so we have him on the line. Uh, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm Josh. Uh, Josh Rennell. Um I'm Casey's uh, little brother, the youngest brother, and uh, soon uh, I'll be joining the military. So it's uh, thank you for having me, Casey. Of course. All right. So um, I just want to talk to you before you go get shipped off and everything and uh, get this all documented, how you're feeling and all that other stuff before you go. And then we can see, like, the difference when you come back. So, let's talk about, um, like, your whole journey to get to this point, because it was, like, a lot, you know, that went down to get to this part, because you're leaving in just a few days now, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So, So, this started off, um... I, let's say it was like before I was 10 years old, like I always had interest in like the police force also like being in the military, but I didn't really go for it until after college. Um, I dropped out of college because um, I had to move back from Tennessee to California and that's how I was able to transition from going from college to going into the military because um, I saw how successful you are and how, mm-hmm. like, that implemented, like, my um, my interest in being in the military because I always wanted to do something, like, pretty special in my life and not just sit mm-hmm. around and do nothing. So, yeah. It so was, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. So me and you, both born in California, grew up in California pretty much. Um, I did also want to talk about, like, your move to Tennessee. And if you want to talk about, like, why and, and all that other stuff, like, kind of, like, get down into, into it. Um, so just for our listeners, like me and Josh are um, brother and sister, but we're only half. So we have different dads. And uh, Josh's dad lives in Ten- lived in Tennessee at the time that he moved. So how old were you when you left? I was 15 when I left. Yeah. So um, yeah. what was like going on in your head and all that other stuff at the time? So it was uh, it was the year before. I moved. Um, I visited my dad with my sister, and uh, Michaela, my full sister, same dad. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we visited, and I just had a bunch of fun. Like going there, it was all boys. Like like my cousins were there, and I just had a great time. And I even came back like taller, deeper voice, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I I think, like, for you, it was really different because, like, you had cousins over there that you didn't really, like, get to grow up with and everything. 
you know? And now that you kind of, like, were a little bit older and you guys were all hanging out, like, you guys were all super cool, you know? Yeah. It it was just uh, an experience of being in a a house full of girls to... Oh, from us, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To being, you know, like, having a, like, a father there, like, a, like, we did have Baba, but, um, like, having my, my blood-related father and my cousin. Yeah. Um, it was, it was definitely, like, something that changed me because, uh, I came back and I'm like, damn, like, I don't even have my own room. I'm sleeping on the couch. Like, mm-hmm. I freaking game in the living room. And over there, like, I had, I, I did share a room with my dad, but I still had a room. I had a bed. I had a place to put my, my, my gaming stuff. Yeah. And also, I at had. At the time, a, like, was your dad living on your own, on, on his own at when you first moved out there? Or was he living with his, uh, with your Nana, with your grandma? He was living with my, my Nana. He was, uh, oh, yeah. uh, it was, there was a bunch of people there. My grandpa, um, my grandpa was there. Um, and then my Nana was there. My aunt was mm-hmm. there. And two of my aunts were there. So it was a pretty packed house. It was like a, a three-bedroom house, including the basement bedroom. And the thing about the southern basements, they're like full-on basements. Like, uh, they have rooms, like bathroom, like, you know, the whole deal. Yeah. It's just another yeah. floor, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, at the time, it was just pretty uh, pretty crowded. Not gonna lie, and then we ended up getting kicked out from from the room because my aunt took over, and they made us sleep in the living room, and it was back to the same situation again. <laughs> yeah, sleeping on the couch, gaming in the living room, and having like basically living. Basically. Exactly. So, um, a lot. It was difficult out there. And How hard was it to tell mom that you wanted to do that? I was fifteen. Uh, yeah. It wasn't hard. Was <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Dang, I would. I would want to think like, oh, it was kind of hard for me to tell my mom, like, yeah, I want to go live with my dad. You know, like I felt like that was maybe a little bit rough. It definitely was hard on her. I don't know. I mean, it was. They didn't show me though. I I knew though. I knew it was hard on her. She didn't show me any of that emotion. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like dealing with the the court stuff, like the transition from her being the legal guardian. Yeah. To transfer to my dad. Mm-hmm. Um. Like being there and having to give the the judge my my letter of why I wanted to move and my mom had to turn it in like just handing her the her mom my dad um mm-hmm. uh, just her turning in that paper I saw like she was hella sad yeah but, um so yeah so you uh, lived out in Tennessee for um so you graduated um 
high school, right? Yeah, I graduated high school. Like, we moved all over the place because uh, my dad wanted to marry some girl. And then Mm -hmm. my... Uh, that very house though, uh, the summer of 2016, only like a year after moving in, the house burns down, and then oh yeah, we have to live in a hotel. That's right. And yeah, it was, it was pretty, just it was like an bad. electrical thing. Electrical thing caused the ho- the house to ca- uh, catch fire, and pretty much everything was gone. Was lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we ended up not seeing like any of the money either, so it was kind of hard on me and my dad. But um, we ended up getting a different house, but then we moved again, moved again, moved again, and then I ended up having to live at my friend's house because of that. Um, uh. I ended up graduating high school, and then after high school, I started going to college, and during the phase of me going to college, I moved into my friend's house, and that was pretty fun, um, not going to lie, when I had nowhere yeah, else yeah. to go. Yeah, you didn't have anywhere to go, so you were living uh what was his name, Drew? Yeah, Drew. Yeah. And you were still and you were working. Yeah, I was working at a sandwich place. And 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 going to school like full time, right? Like there's all Yeah, full time full time student, part time job. And that's where the weight started to kick in, like like I started eating Taco Bell every night. Like like just imagine a seventeen year old who got his financial aid and you just have this surplus of money and you don't know what to spend. So every night was Taco Bell, dollar menu Taco Bell. And that's where the weight just, just started accumulating. Mm -hmm. Cause you weren't really heavy until like after high school. Cause when you went to graduation, you were still like a pretty skinny guy. Yeah, I I was, like, big my whole life, though, but, like, definitely after high school, that's when things started to change. Yeah, and honestly, like, uh, didn't you kind of have, like, emotionally uh, a hard time when it came to uh, living out there pretty much on your own? Um, yeah, you didn't really have any support, and you know nobody was like helping you. Yeah, it was it was hard because having to do all that stuff, like college work and work and living with another teenager was pretty hard because um, my dad I didn't really get to see my dad that often because he lived an hour away. And I lived uh, closer to school and closer to work. And uh, it was hard because I couldn't get to, like, uh, rely on somebody. I had to do everything myself. Yeah. And that's what really... Yeah, that's definitely not easy. 
So you put on you put on a bunch of weight, and then um, I offered for you to come live back in California with me. Yeah. And, and you made your way back. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely changed, basically changed my life, because I wouldn't be where I'm at without you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, I know we're recording, so you don't have to say I'm your favorite sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I I'll, I'll, I'll say it off, off, off recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. Yeah, you tra- you transition from me living in Tennessee with nothing to ha like nobody to rely on, having to like re- uh have to buy everything myself, you know. And then okay, I go yeah. Yeah. And I go from having to do all this stuff myself to literally like having a roof over my head, my own room. Like, like I didn't have to worry about food because you guys always provided food, and that's where the laziness started to kick in. Mhm. Mhm. But at the same time, I did like start want wanting to lose the weight. Yes, and I was I was I mean I was kind of mean too about it. I was trying to do this, like, tough love type of uh, uh, fat shaming, I guess, you know? <laughs> the fat shaming works, aren't <laughs> it? It's sad to say, but I also agree about the fat shaming because I look at myself, I'm like, damn, girl, you need to lose some weight. <laughs> You're fat. <laughs> so well, I'm fat shaming myself now. Yeah. But, um... So, how long did it take you to lose all the weight? Starting from 2018, when I moved, um, when I moved to your house, um, all the way up until what a month and a half ago. Yeah. So it was a three-year journey. Dang, that's actually that was a long time. But I, lo- I how much did you lose? I was 265, my bad, 260, mm-hmm. when I first uh, weighed myself over in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, I am now at 199. Damn, so basically like 60, 65 pounds. Yeah. What did you do? So the routine the was... Secret? <laughs> trust me there's no secret if it took me three years to get to this point it's just um yeah. just continuing to not be lazy like to just work out every every week i i put in at least um like what two hours every week to just work out um and that was my problem of it taking three years is that it took um I only took two hours every week to work out, plus I was also eating whatever I wanted, so you didn't try any like types of uh diets or or something like that. I'd be on and off 
of uh, yeah. keto and intermittent fasting. You introduced intermittent fasting to me, and that worked. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember that was, like, the first diet, like, when you were living with us. That was, like, one of the first diets you tried, and you lost weight, like, really, you know, like, right away. Like, you saw, like, a difference. But it's hard, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> but you were pretty good at it, up. I think. Yeah, um, that that was, like, my main diet of just uh, uh, losing weight, and it, it worked. It, it takes a long time, though, I'm not going to lie. Uh, if you yeah. want to go that route, it takes longer than usual. I think, I mean, I think that if you do that diet, the intermittent fasting plus exercise, you'll lose, like, you'll see a difference, pretty, like, good difference. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're just doing, like, just the diet, it's not, like, it's it's slow. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. Because I know when George was doing it, he was, um, he was doing, like, intermittent fasting plus working out, like, almost every day. And he lost yeah. a ton of weight. Yeah, it's... He gained it all back now, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty good. It's a pretty good diet. But I'm pretty sure every diet's a good diet if you exercise as well. That is true. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now that you lost the weight, you went to talk to the uh, recruiter, right? The first time. Let's talk about the first time. Um, the first time when I first talked to him, uh, I was like 2.30. And uh, it took me like a year. And then it, I stopped talking to him. And he stopped working with me. And I was just... Uh, Wait, was this like the Air Force or was it? This was the Army, the same guy that oh. I'm going through right now. Um, oh, he was no the way. first person I talked to. Oh, by the way, the Air Force, like, they said, yeah, you're too fat. And never, like, like talked to me back. Yeah, they're really picky. Like, they just look at you and they're like, eh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, they don't want to put the time in for someone, like, who's not going to put the time in for them. Yeah. um, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. That is true. But but still, like, they it wasn't like they were eager to add anybody to, like, to the Air Force. You know, like, they're just kind of like, okay, if you want to come, you come. You know, if you don't, then you don't. Yeah, I heard that their uh, their quota isn't as high as the army because the army is always wanting people. Yeah, I mean I could see that. Yeah. Is that uh, a quota? <laughs> yeah, it took us. Uh, it took me a year. Um. Like, I see 2019 to 2020, and I stopped, like, after that year to, like, lose the weight and try to join the Army. I definitely lost focus there and uh, just worried about different things. That That's when you had a girlfriend? Yeah, that was, that was uh, pretty bad. 
So <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you even actually, I think you stopped going to school for a minute too, right? Um, that was because uh, the Air Force. I was still dedicated to join the Air Force, and I went to school just to get the classes I needed to join to be an engineer in the Air Force. And I ended up finishing oh. that. I ended up finishing that. So I stopped going to school so I can be an engineer in the Air Force. Yeah, but, but they weren't really uh Yeah. Trying to reach out me. and and anything. Yeah, they fat shamed me and told me to <laughs> go away. But So then what happened? So then um so you, you lost your hopes with the with the Air Force, and you were like, "All right, I gotta see, I gotta try something else," because this isn't going down. Um, it didn't really go down that way because uh, um, I completely started being lazy again. Um. It was just on and off being lazy and not lazy and working at it, chipping away at my weight. Um, so when you're saying, like, being lazy, like, you're talking about, like, just, like, with, when it comes to your weight or, like, just kind of, like, in general, like, like, like you were just, like, standing still. I was, I was at a standoff of just working, like, every single day. Mm-hmm. Not well, you know, five days a week, four days a week, um, and just they were working long shifts. out. Didn't you work like you worked like ten hour shifts? Um, for before COVID, um, that oh, job, man. it was it was a like a seven to two, and then um, after COVID, Amazon was ten hour days. But they turned out to be like eleven to twelve because I was like a supervisor there. Oh, okay. Um, That's what so I mean. they wanted me to come in early and leave late, and it was just four days a week of like stress. Yeah, I I've heard that people who work at Amazon like they're really like stressed out. Yeah. Like they have like like they have like really high standards there. And you kind of, like, really push people? That's because most of the managers there, they're, like, all from the military. Oh, really? That's interesting. So you kind of, in a way, know what you're getting into? Or what? Yeah. My my manager was in the military. So when you told him about that you were joining, what did he say? Did he say anything? Oh, he's saying, oh... I'm proud of you. Uh, thank you for your service. Um, I see how hard you work here, and you're going to do great things in the military. Oh, and I just want to thank you. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. Thanks, dude. Well, that's I didn't really, really say that. I was saying, like, thank <laughs> you, sir. You know. but, um, yeah, going back to me being lazy, I said, you know what? I'm almost there. I'm going to take this final push and I'm going to talk to the Air Force recruiter one last time to see if 
they want to work with me. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I was about to go and talk to them, my old recruiter messaged me out of nowhere. And he's like, hey, man, how are you going? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like he knew. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what the heck? So So then you end up meeting up with him? Yeah. I I met up with him. He took my height and my weight and my BMI. And he's like, dude, Mm -hmm. you're like 2% away from joining. So that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to do everything I can to lose this weight. So from going in to do that, like, that BMI, like, the second time you met with that guy, like, to now, how, like, how long was that? Like, you had to lose that weight, and it was, like, it was not um, long, like a few weeks, right? It took me three weeks. I was 218 um, when I first met him again, and it took me three weeks to get down to 199. And did you do anything different this time yeah. within that three weeks? What'd you do? Oh man, that that was <laughs> that, that sucked. Um, I didn't eat anything. Like it was just protein and like water the whole time. Like I I would do the intermittent fasting plus keto plus working out. Dang! How much did you did you up your workout time? Yeah, I did. I I ran two miles every single day for the past. Uh, it was it was like for two weeks straight. I ran two miles every day, and then I switched to like some weight training and push ups. Well, that's good. And at least you, yeah, that's good. Imagine if you were doing that like right off the bat like right away dude I, oh man i would have i would have lost too much weight <laughs> and you would have been in the military already exactly i wouldn't have wasted yeah. all this time so let's talk about uh when you went to mess oh man mess was so funny i'm not gonna lie everybody there is just like um, like they're amazing people. The workers or like the other like well future soldiers. The other future soldiers and plus the people at Maps were kind of cool too. Yeah. Um, it was funny because you know how they have to like check everything like of your body <laughs> and. We were all joking, like, hey, your favorite part's going to be the butthole part, right? And (laughs) we were just joking when they come out the door and they have this tear going down their face. (laughs) They're like, dude, that was was crazy. Oh, Oh, man. It's pretty funny. Um, Like, what did they make you do? Oh, let's say, like, okay, first thing you did when you walked in, what, like, did you do the ASVAB first? Like, what was the first thing that you guys, like, did? So the first time I went to MEPS, um, 
I just went with my recruiter and I took the ASVAB and then I got my score and came out. Mm, okay. And then uh, second time I had to stay at the hotel and uh, stay overnight and go to MEPS early in the morning at like oh five hundred I think. And then um the first thing we did was we had a stand in a line as soon as we got off the bus and uh put all our stuff inside the tray to get past security and then after that we go to medical so we can do the the physical, like the, the interview. Yeah. We did a blood test or they drew our blood. And then they um, uh, did a hearing test, eye test, and it turns out I'm colorblind. Um, and you never knew that before? Like, I didn't know that. Before. No, I didn't. And it's like a like a mixture of green and red, I think. I, I don't even know. Or green and yellow. That you don't see? Like, the, you know, like yeah. that, the, the way they, they uh, test you, they have, like, those circles with, like, different colors, and it has, like, a number with the different colors, and you're supposed to say, like, whatever number it is. Is that how they did it for you? Yeah, that's how they did it. And yeah, like, out of a little book. Yeah, and the instructor was like, all right, what is this number? I'm like, uh, he's like, okay, you're taking too long. Do you know how this works? You're supposed to answer it right away. I'm like, oh shit. So he flipped it. He was kind of like mad or what? Not really. He was just kind of frustrated. And then he like, uh, he like stopped being frustrated. But he asked me, he's like, what's this number? I'm like, I don't know. Flips it. You like really couldn't see nothing? Like literally, like it was like nothing there? No, I tried. I couldn't. They're like, what's this wow. number? I'm like, I really don't know. And he's like, what's this number? Wow. I'm like, oh, that's a three. Okay, what's this number? Oh, a seven. What's this number? I don't know. I don't know that number. So it was like a few of them that you didn't get. Yeah, I got eight out of 16 correct. Oh, or eight shoot. out of 16 correct. Yeah. Dang, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Maybe that's why you're so good at video games. So good? Yeah, because, like, you're, you see things, like, kind of different colors. So, like, like uh, maybe it looks different in your eyes, like, when you're shooting and everything than in, like, other people's eyes. That's my hand-eye coordination. Oh. That's, that's pretty good. My hand-eye coordination is really good. And, so after uh, you did that eye test, what happened? Uh, after the eye test, um, we did the interview. Like, they ask us if we've ever drank before, ever smoked weed before, um, if we have any yeah. criminal activity, yeah, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, none of that. And then... Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Never, never in my life. Uh, 
they asked if I had any tickets or, you know, anything else like that. Oh, and then my favorite part was, like, the duck walk and everything. I know. I remember they told me, like, before I went to uh, two maps to do it, they were like, all right, you got to do this thing called a duck walk. And he showed me how to do it, and he was like, some people can't do it. And he made me, like, do it before I had to go because I guess some people, like, they don't have balance or something, and they fall over. Yeah, like, there was, like, four other people who weigh less than me, and they couldn't even do it. I'm like, dude, I'm, like, this big, and, like, you guys can't even, like, do these do these things. It was, I think it's because their equilibrium is pretty bad. Well, yeah, like, yeah, like, they, they don't have the balance. Like, it's so weird, though, you know? But if you fail, like, that duck walk, like, you could fail, like, and not be able to join. Yeah. I felt bad because the person next to me was, like, um, you know the one where you fall on your knees and you have to get back? Oh, yeah. Thing? yeah. He couldn't do that for the life of him. I'm like, bro, Wait, like, dude, you better do this, dude. Well, he's scared or something? Like, what? No, he just couldn't do it. Like, he would always put, like, he'd slam both his knees on the floor. And then, like, to get back up, he'd bring one knee up instead of both knees. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, dude, you better get this right or they're going to give up on you. So he had to do it, like, a few times, like, everyone was watching him, or what? Yeah. Like, he ended yeah. up doing Did he make it? Oh, he did? Yeah. So then you went to go see the, uh, the doctor? Oh, yeah, the doctor. He, uh, he checked my, my heart, my butthole, my, uh... Your balls. My balls. My my titties. No, but um he he had to check They do uh, that for the girls, they will check your boobs for the girls. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, they're they're like checking for like breast cancer, huh? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like lumps or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh um the same with the guys, but he checked my whole body and then he got to my my heart and he's like bro you know you have a heart murmur right I'm like what I'm like what what's a heart murmur they're like oh I can just hear the the blood in your heart circulating I'm like isn't that normal yeah they're like no we're not supposed to hear it (laughs) Oh. So I ended up taking a month for me to actually go back to METS because I failed the I failed the physical and I had to get so because of the heart murmur? Yeah. So yeah. because of the heart murmur you had to get re you know, you had to get re uh, evaluated and you had to make an appointment, but it took a month to get that appointment. Yeah. And I had to see the specialist. It wasn't at MEPS. They took me somewhere else. Oh, and, uh, really? Yeah, and going to that specialist, 
man, that was the scariest, like, drive I think I've ever been in. The driver was, like, insane. It was a military guy, or? Yeah, like, he was from the military, but he was also really old, and he would road rage on the way to the (laughs) And he's in this big van, and he's going at it like a sports car. Wow. Yeah. So you already went to the hospital. You went to go see a specialist. Your heart was already beating hella fast. Like. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna pass this test. But, <laughs> You're um, like, oh, you calm down, calm down. Yeah. Ended up getting there, calmed down, and then um, the the nurse doing the um. Oh, what is that thing called? Ultrasound on my heart. She she was like heck acute for no reason. And I'm like, she's over here. She's like, take off your shirt. And I'm like, oh, shit. Hello? Hello? Oh, shit. I lost you. Like, did you hear me? I heard that uh, the nurse was super hot. Yeah, she was super hot. And she told me to take off my shirt. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, my heart started beating even more. Ah, then you had to calm down again. <laughs> yeah. Man, she all knows she that, you're, that she's making you nervous, too. Yeah. I'm like, uh, why is my heart rate going up? I'm just kidding. What was she? She was like white. And laid down. She took a bunch of pictures of my heart. Um, oh, with the ultrasound. Yeah, with the ultrasound. And then oh, like done. you took pictures of your chest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she had to take pictures of my chest, but... She was, she was telling me to flex. <laughs> yeah, she was telling me to flex. She said, it's okay, it's nothing personal. <laughs> so, but you ended up getting cleared, right? Yeah, it took us longer than usual. We were only supposed to be there for like three hours. We ended up being there for like like eight hours. Waiting and, uh, for the results? Yeah, waiting for them. Wow. That's, like, you had to stay there the whole time just to get the results? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. ended up going back to uh, to MEPS. And I didn't know the results until I got to MEPS. And then, the spe- oh. like, the doctor, the same doctor that checked my heart the first time he sat me down and he's like all right do you know the results of um what you did today i'm like no well he's like all right so you uh you passed um and you're eligible to join the join the military and that's where like all the stress like fucking released damn 
How happy were you? I was I was pretty happy. Like it was just a month of just straight up stressing out of me not knowing what I'm gonna do if I fail it. Oh yeah, like trying to think of like a backup. Like if I can't go to the military, like what am I gonna do? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be pretty stressed too. I was stressed out, and then just when he told me that, my heart like dropped. I'm like, fuck. Like, thank you. Did I ever tell you what happened when I went to med? I probably what didn't. Happened? So, like, um, you know, I passed pretty much everything. You know, I was really healthy and everything. But when I uh, got to, like, the hearing, you know, they do, like, a hearing test. Like, I failed the oh, okay. hearing test. Oh, damn. Did I tell you about that? No. So I failed the hearing test, and the the doctor comes and you know looks in my ears, and and they're like, you got a lot of like earwax in there. <laughs> <laughs> they took me, they took me to a like a different like a urgent care, like a different little like doctor clinic thing, and uh, they had to clean my ears out. <laughs> oh, so they're like, they're doing that thing where they like squirt water into your ear and. Uh, like, over and over until, like, earwax comes out, I guess. I didn't see, like, that much come out or anything. But then, you know, that took a while. Then I had to go back to MET again and then do the hearing test again. And I passed. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think they do the hearing hearing test test for the radio. I hate the hearing test. Yeah, I I I saw somebody who got like a perfect score. I'm like, damn. It's like I get all nervous, like when it comes to like the test, and then I'm like thinking in my head, like, damn, did I hear something, or am I just imagining I hear something, like, or if it, you hear it beep and you're like, oh shit, I I forgot to push the button or something, you know? Yeah. That's what I do. I don't know. I don't know if that happens to everybody, but that's definitely what happens to me. And I'd be like super like um, anxious when I'm in there. Yeah, my breathing, like I can hear my breathing louder than the beeps. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I right. not like how they expect you. Yeah, like hold your breath for like 10 minutes. Yeah. too much yeah but that's oh, been like a heart murmur yeah it was it was like less stressful but still stressful because you cannot like you can't join if you feel one thing you know Mhm. i'm glad you passed everything you know yeah. But um, all I was going to say, like, you know how the first time you went, you had all these jobs that you, you, you could got, and then you had, like, a job you wanted. I don't remember what it was. What was it? The first time? I was a Patriot Systems Detections Repairer. Oh, yeah. That's right. And what's that? Um, So that's the um, the anti-aircraft missile um launcher thing launcher vehicle thing and uh it's huge and i i do the schematics the blueprints and 
uh, I'm basically an engineer and a technician for the for that thing. Yeah, but which is a big deal because um, it has to be like super precise. Yeah. And since I failed the colorblind test, well, not failed it, like, since I'm colorblind, I lost all those engineering jobs. Oh, is that right? I didn't and know I owned it. I, I thought yeah. they just weren't available when you went back the, the second time. Yeah, it all depends on what you score during MEPS as well, mm-hmm. if you're eligible for some jobs or not. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But then, what job do you get? Um, there were four choices. There was um, horizontal construction engineer. Uh, there was uh, oh man, I, oh HR. Oh yeah, that was it. Um... There was um, and I forget. It it was something Mike. I I don't remember. And then there oh, was you had like a truck. I remember you were like a truck. Oh. was a truck driver thing. Truck driver. That was it. And then paralegal. But it was and, like uh, those other three things had popped up first, and then uh, and then paralegal came along like a little bit later. Oh yeah, so it they got one of the one of the jobs wrong. It wasn't what they said it was. So they um they're like, Oh, this job's not this it's actually paralegal. And then I told you that because you yeah. told me to call you whenever I have jobs available to see which job is like the best one. And then I got paralegal. And then you're like, Oh, I mean, was it helpful that. like to call me because I don't know, like I mean, I I would like think I was being helpful, but do you feel like it was helpful? I feel like it's helpful because you know the jobs, you know, you know what to expect, you know, and yeah, you've seen these other jobs in action and how boring one is and how stressful one is and how you know. Mhm. Yeah, and, and then, I mean, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, oh, well, I learned that your um suggestion was correct. Like, it was good because my recruiter was, like, praising that job I got as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So he wasn't there with you? Like? No, no recruiters can be in the, in MEPS. Oh. How happy were you that that came up? Um, I didn't like the other jobs. It was either going to be a horizontal <laughs> yeah. construction engineer or a paralegal. And I, I don't know. I wanted to go for engineer, but I just feel like construction isn't really my thing. I don't think so either, yeah. 
I think this, I think even though this isn't what you wanted to do, like let's say for me, for example, um, like I didn't even know what this job was. Like when they told me what it was, like biomed biomedical equipment specialist, and then I was like, um, that one sounds cool. Like you know, and then my recruiter actually told me he was like, yeah, I don't even know what that is. I've never put a sixty-eight alpha you know, in the military before. So I don't, I'm not sure what it is. And I was like, well, that's okay. Like, I'll just go for that. Because I think the other ones were like super whack too. I think I got like a cargo specialist or something and and something else. What's your score on your ASVAB? Um, honestly, I kind of don't remember exactly, but I want to say it was like, in the 60s, too. Um, oh, okay. I, I think it was, like, 64, which isn't actually that high. Like, I've met people who, like, in my field who scored, like, in the 90s, 80s yeah, and I, 90s. So I didn't, like, I was, like, all nervous. I didn't want to tell nobody what my score was, you know? But, I yeah. mean, it didn't matter because I was doing the same job they were with the less yeah, score. Yeah, getting paid the same and 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 whatnot, you know. Yeah. You got one score but, higher than. Me. Yeah, which is good. That's why I told you, like it's good. Like that's a good a uh, a good score. And at least you got a job that I feel like will use your score for good. You know what I mean? Like, like anybody could be a a truck driver. Like you know. Yeah. This sounds like kind of messed up, but like you know, let the stupid people be truck drivers. Like, you know, I got a good brain over here. You know, I can use it for for good in the military. You know, let me do that. So I think the paralegals are going to be really good for you. I think you're actually going to like it because I didn't know what I was going to do in this job, and it turns out I'm actually pretty good at it, and I like it a lot. So I trust the ASVAB. You know. Yeah. Man, I I wish uh I had that other job though. Um when I yeah. uh diver. I would have went for diver oh, yeah. if I had it again. Yeah, that one would have been cool. I didn't even know they had that. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Underwater well being the I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I feel like you got, like, super cool, like, dope ones in the first time, and then the second time you went, it was, like, all these wimpy ones or something. But yeah. I think, you know, paralegal, and, and like I said, like, at the time, too, that it transfers really well into, like, civilian life. So, like, if you wanted to have your own, like, private practice or something, like, you could be a lawyer, like, out, you know, on your own, you know? Yeah, I'd have to go to law school. Well, like, you said you wanted to do 10 years, right? That is true. Active duty. So during that time, go to school. They'll pay for it. And I'll still be in the military? Yeah. Oh, so I can go active and go to school at the same time? Yeah, and even... it. Like, 
the military has these like credits that it's not even like school credit. I mean, it's school credits, like college credits, but you just go onto the computer and like let's say like you did the training like I don't know uh, CPR training. Let's say that because that's really like universal. So you did CPR training in the military, right? They teach you how to do it. So you go online. They'll do you. You do a test, and then they'll give you like the college credit without actually having to take like the class because you already oh. know what it is, you know. Oh, okay. I think that's how it works. I guess I I shouldn't say that. It's something like that along the lines where you get college credit for stuff um, without actually having to like go through college classes. Um, I definitely know that that's a thing. <laughs> I just, I never did it. I don't know why I I didn't use, like, any of the schooling, you know, when it came to the military. It's my favorite for Sophia or something, my daughters or something. Yeah, I'm sure, though, that you'd have to go to, like, a college site to do that test. No, you could do it on, the on like, the, the Army site. Like, there's an Army uh, website that you do it on. Oh, Okay. That makes sense. But, you know, you'll get there. After, they'll probably talk to you about it, like, when you're done with all your, like, training and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, after uh, that job, what was that? After I got that job, I enlisted. Yeah. And then they, and then how long they give you? They're like, all right, you want this job, you're going to leave in 13 days. I'm like, what? What? 13 yeah. days? Oh, holy shit. That's like no time to like say bye to everybody, like to do all the things you want to do before you leave. Yeah, that's and crazy. That was 11 days ago. My bad. Yeah. So now that it's getting closer, how are you feeling? Um, I feel a lot better than I was when I enlisted that day. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm ready. I, I, I feel like I d- it didn't started. really... You wanted to get what? Your life? I, I want to get my life started, you know. That's good. That's good. I remember telling you, you know, like you're 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 being a bum, you know. Bridget told you, or other sister told you that, you know, like yeah. you're acting like a bum, you know. And everybody told thought me. us about it. Yeah. And I believe. But you I'm guys. just glad you, huh? I I believe you guys. Like, now you didn't believe us then. Yeah, and now I believe you now. Yeah. So, one of my uh, few last questions and topics for you is what do you expect to come, like, to get out of the military? Like, what do you expect? Um, more, like, stress-free life. And, uh, a better life. That's what I expect yeah. from it. 
because you you always when you come out the military you're you're always better than the person that you like went in as yeah I think you're gonna gain a lot of a lot more confidence in yourself mm-hmm. you know um I mean, I don't wanna say like you don't have confidence in yourself, but I feel like you're gonna just it's gonna get more, you know. Yeah. And um like you learn how to be like a leader. I've always led in my life. Like in work I strived. Um That's true. Yeah. I was always a team leader in everything. Mhm. So I expect to become like a higher a high ranking uh um, leader, like, in, probably in E7, maybe E6 when I get out. Yeah. My contract's at three years in 23 weeks. Yeah, but you said, well, mostly once we get to that, that time, you know, like, if you wanted to still stay in for another seven years. Yeah. And then hopefully find me a wife. Yeah. They got a lot of those around yeah. in the military. I bet. Just wait until put a ring on it or something. <laughs> they, they tell me. What about a. Uh, who? Everybody. I know. They're like, they're like just to wait until you're done. Uh, I I don't want to say wait till you're done, but if you find someone you love, you know, obviously don't rush into it. But yeah. you know, there's you meet people like from all over the United States, people from Puerto Rico, like you're gonna meet people from all over, you know, and you know, like you get to learn how these people lived before, you know, in different states and stuff. And you kind of learn to appreciate it. But you never know who you're going to meet. If you find the one, you find the one. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So what about your music career? Oh, man. I think I'll still keep that as a hobby Um, when I'm in. still make music, still... Still have the same hobbies that I will that I have now. You do your uh, shout out. Follow me on um, uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on SoundCloud. Um, I I just have a YouTube channel that I post music on. Um, it's just Otis O T I S. Um, I heard nicknames are bad. So I was going to tell people to call me Otis in the military, but no, my last name's fine. They're going to call you, yeah, they're going to call you by your last name. And then they're going to make up, like, nicknames from your last name that you never would have thought of. You're like, what? Like, who has nicknames for last names, you know? But I swear they'll find something, you know? Like, my last name's Aquino, right? And I don't know how or what, like, you can't, you know, it's a short name. Like, what kind of nicknames can you get? 
there was this one sergeant. I don't know why. He always just called me AQ. And that was it. Oh, AQ, get over here. And I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, just like, say okay. my last name. Yeah, like, oh, I only get the first two letters. Like, AQ, AQ, get over here. Hurry up. What are you doing? And I'm like, uh, who are you talking to? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't tell nobody about Otis, probably till like, unless you, like, like, you have, like, that best friend, you know, like, you're going to get a best friend, like, that's your battle buddy, and then you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to tell you a secret. (laughs) I wouldn't even tell, I wouldn't even tell people I've seen. Definitely not in basic. Don't tell nobody that. They're going to make you sing in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I'm not sure. Or, like, they're going to make you sing when you're running. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, you're going to sing when you run no matter what. But they'll make you, like, the person that first sings. You know, like. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. The cadence, or what are they Yeah, called? the cadence. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. Like, this is something that you've been working for for a while now, and then you got a really, like, a really good job out of it, too. So, like, you're going to be set. You're going to be able to buy a big, fat house, and, you know, it's going to be good. I'm really excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited myself. It's It's been a while, but I'm finally here. Yeah. So... Anything you want to, anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> um, no, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. My my life story right there. I know. I can't wait to talk to you again after you come out and uh, talk about all the crazy stuff that you had to do while you were in there and, and all that. And it'll be interesting to see how different it is now with the whole COVID thing. So I'm actually kind of excited to see how that's that's going to turn out. Oh yeah, I I can't wait. I like I can't wait to just get this basic training over with and get my my MOS started and just start my life. So it's gonna be a great journey. You feel like reborn. Like, yeah, man. exactly. Do you want to give any like? Shout outs to people who uh who helped you along this journey. Um shout out to my friend Drew to letting me stay at his house when I needed to. Mm-hmm. Obviously my my dad and uh you and also mom for helping yeah. for helping me get through this and uh um, yeah, for helping me get through all of this. And Auntie Rose right now. Oh yeah. Uh Auntie Rose too. Um Yeah. And Uncle Lillian. Yeah, there's there's a lot of tough blood or tough love going around, you know. But yeah. I feel like you needed that push, you know, and Yeah. You can see like the difference from even yeah. just within this three years of like your your attitude, you know, towards it. Yeah. 
it, it works. Tough love works. It's and frustrating it's, and it's hard, but it works. Huh? Yeah. And it's, it's my turn to do that to somebody else. Yeah. Like your younger cousins. Yeah. Be like following I, you all I the time. Do that. I'm not going to name anybody, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just said younger cousins too. I was like, we ain't going to name any names, but some people need to get their lives together. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. I, you know, just keep in mind while you're out there, like, like, it's all serious and whatnot all the time, but, like, just have fun, enjoy yourself, you know, like, you're going to meet some really cool people, and and it's going to be, it's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. Well, thank you, my brother, from another father. <laughs> <laughs> And uh yeah, I'll put in some, some edits and uh post it and see what goes Please. in there. Thank you for having me on and thank you for everything you've done for me. Okay. I I appreciate you and George and the family. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Love you and uh talk to you soon. I love you, too. Bye, Casey. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. That was my brother, Joshua Rynell, a.k.a. Otis. Um, Stay tuned. Hopefully, when he gets back, we'll have another conversation with him, and I'll I'll post that out there. Um, Yeah, so, again, thanks so much. For listening and stay tuned for more episodes.